we're back with another episode of To the Moon. And on this one, we've got a very special friend of mine, one of my favorite people. And I know you guys say I say that on every one of these episodes, but it's true because everybody who's on To the Moon becomes one of my favorite people. And uh, Lori Jane here is uh, an incredibly inspiring woman uh, in Florida who's just taken this business and has absolutely killed it since coming in and i i i meet so many people uh, from all walks of life that are uh that find wholesale real estate and and they get intrigued by it and and some of them like you dive in and do well and some of them say oh you know it's complicated or not for me uh but but you really just embraced it and you come from a coaching background and so there's there was a a lot of uh, I, I believe similarities in probably what you were hearing uh, from me just on the mindset and the and the you know the self development work, but then with respect to the niche of wholesaling, that was completely new to you. And so, uh, Lori Jane, I'd I'd love for you to introduce yourself to the folks watching this. Uh, let us know a little bit about you personally. I, I also want to know more about you because the time that we get to spend on the calls is is compressed, so we talk more business, more deals. But mm-hmm. you know, walk us through who is Lori Jane. You know, how did you find us, and 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 what's been what's been happening in the first little while of you being a part of the astro flipping community? Okay, yeah, that's that's an amazing question, and I'm glad to be here too, Jamil. I just wanted to say that you know, I do, I love this community. I love you. I was at a place in my life okay where i had moved five years ago from minnesota down to alabama kind of a retiring move but i'm not in a retirement space financially like i was doing okay but i was doing a little bit of life coaching yes that's the background my training life coaching prior to that social work and medical social work i did um but mainly my biggest thing in life was just raising my children and now having my grandbabies. I mean, that's really who I am, but it's interesting. I didn't know that that's who I am until I had a very life changing illness that occurred Mm. when I was giving birth to one of my girls, but it wasn't discovered. I had all kinds of symptoms in and out of ER trying to diagnose so for 13 to 17 years of my life my life was um predictably unpredictable as Mm. far as symptoms but i am so grateful for that time too because it got me to a place of where i am drawing closer and closer to god and i am relying more and more on him and becoming more and more who he wants me to just be instead of do because I've told you this before, I come from a family of high achievers. Many people know already, you know, Josiah is my nephew, but my parents are high achievers. Many, most of my brothers and sisters, 10 brothers and sisters are high achievers, but we, we worked hard and we played hard. Like our parents taught us the balance too, but I was on a track of really just having my hands in a lot of different things that I knew I could be really good at when this illness hit me. Mm -hmm. And I had to just do 
parenting and do my relationship with God for many years. And during all that time, though, I mean, real estate started very young for me. My mom would take us to the parade of homes and she loved designing her own home. She had little blueprints and the one she lives in right now, she's 92. She actually designed it. Wow. And my brother built it. So um, I would sit there and she would be asking the people in the models all these questions about, well, what kind of flooring is this? What kind of wood is it? Why is that better than, you know, why is, what's the difference between oak and mahogany? What, you know, and I'd be sitting there on the floor listening to all her questions while my brothers and sisters, most of them that were just, you know, going throughout the house and running and picking out the bedroom that's going to be theirs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The normal, they're like the regular things that kids do. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm sitting there listening and I remember that so distinctly. So I've always had an interest in my own home designs and every home I've owned and I've moved a lot. I would have a plan for how I'm going to put, you know, remove this wall and put this here and there. And when I moved to Alabama, I made my first condo that I was in. I made it was like a split design so I could make one half of it an Airbnb. So I did so you ha- you house hacked a condo. I did. That that you know I've I haven't heard that before. I've heard people house hacking houses before. Walk me through that because that's really interesting. So so how did you accomplish house hacking your condo? Did you require HOA approval? Did you kind of skate through? Like what was what was all that? So it was allowed in the condo facility where I am because I'm just five miles north of the Gulf. It's a real tourist, you know, destination place. So there was no question that Airbnbs are okay. Um, The association did eventually kind of crack down. It didn't make sense to me where you couldn't Airbnb a partial unit. You could only Airbnb a full unit. A full unit. unit, yep. So I was able to get away with it for two years. And then I couldn't get away with it. I tried an appeal process and some other things happened with the condo, you know, association that I wasn't real happy with. Um, and so I made the decision to sell that condo and then purchase my own home just three miles south where I have the front wing of it as Airbnb. Okay. And this association does allow that. And so love that. Yeah. I just was able to continue, but a year ago, a little over a year ago, I was in the process of purchasing this place. And I also did um, like an evening coursework with one of your wholesale competitors out of Dallas and loved it mm-hmm. every night. Who, you know, who was I, it, by the way? Um, what are their names? I've been with you guys now. I I, for, oh, I can picture. There's a lot of there's a lot of good folks out of out of Dallas. I I there's yeah. a truly don't consider any any of them competition. I I just see that we all we all care. Everybody's doing their best to work and help folks. And so I'm I'm, I'm curious because I know there's some really good people out there. One of my favorite Donovan Ruffin. Uh, he's a uh, he he's he's a really good good uh, solid wholesaler that I, I know does help people as well. But anyhow, that's a, that's neither here nor there. So you, so you learned, you did some coaching, you learn wholesaling, uh, mm-hmm. and then what happens? And so once I was done with that one week of evening trainings and learning all this cool stuff and taking notes and just 
getting really fired up. Like I really want to do this. They offer to, you know, be in their mentorship program and right. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I, you know, I'm praying about it because I'm a praying person and I just didn't quite have peace about it. I went through the whole process ready to sign up. And all of a sudden, I mean, I, and I've told you this before too, I never had thought, oh, you know, maybe Josiah's company has some kind of program too. Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> so um, my phone hears me, of course, you know, talking to Josiah, I'm sure. And I find out there is a mentorship program and I just got a little bit of information. So then I start getting videos of you and I'm just laughing my head off thinking, I love this guy. <laughs> this is Josiah's partner. I never knew this is even Josiah's partner. No wonder why Josiah loves what he does. <laughs> it's like all the dots are connecting, right? And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to sign up for, you know, astro flipping. Right. Well, before I even get around to doing it, Josiah sends me a text and tells me he signed me up already. He did. So then I'm the kind of person I'm already interested and motivated. And um, I had just come down with COVID, but I sat in bed and I did that training. I didn't care. I mean, yes, I was exhausted. I felt horrible. I ended up having long COVID. I was mm. buying this place and moving, you know, furniture in during that time. But I love it so much that, you know, the motivation was just there. Yeah, there, there's this interesting, um, you know, concept that somebody told me that when you when you really want to do something, you will always find a way to get it done. And when you don't want to do something, you'll always find an excuse. Mm hmm. And no matter what, right? So like when you think yeah. about it, you you had every excuse. You had every logical excuse to just take it easy, to not, yeah. you know, yeah, to like put it off for another day. And 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 I'll tell you, if you're watching this right now and if you're been putting this off, then you have to question, do I really want this? Right? Because mm -hmm. if you really wanted it, you wouldn't be putting it off. That's the fact. And so you would be working through it no matter what happened, COVID sickness, you know, it, it, it mm -hmm. you would find the juice, you would find the energy to make it make it happen. And so mm -hmm. you did, you made it happen, you came in. And, you know, I remember first meeting you. And of course, mm -hmm. having had knowing that you're Josiah's aunt, um, it automatically just drew me to you because I was like, well, wow, there's a there's, you know, a family member in the in the community. But you know, one thing that really sticks out to me about your character was that right out the gate, you wanted no special treatment. You you never expected any, but you you know you never cut in line. You never asked to cut in line. You never you never asked for more than anybody else was getting. You just you wait. You do the thing. You 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 stay the whole time. You pray with us. You learn with us. You answer questions. You ask questions. You're helpful to people. You 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 participate like. Anyone who's interested in, and somebody who paid for it um, would would participate. You like jumped in and hopped in. And I, I know that with mm -hmm. Josiah's gift, because, you know, ultimately you probably don't know this, but he paid for it. Right. Um, it's 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 how it how we do it, because he he keeps wow. the accounting straight all the time. And so he didn't gift it. Wow. to you. He, he bought it for you. Right. And so 
um, that's a thing. Like that's a, that's a, that's, and, and he would never tell you that he would never tell you that. And I, and I, I, I'm sorry to let the cat out of the bag, but this is, <laughs> this is, a uh, um, you know, the wow. kind of man he is. Right. And so he is. here you are in it. And, uh, you know, of course, as we were talking and as things were going, I, I, I couldn't help, but, but notice just how fast you were growing and, and mm -hmm. how, and how quickly you were, you were taking in the concepts and then going out there and doing it. I think the fear mm -hmm. of many people when they get started mm -hmm. of com connecting with folks and communicating with real estate agents or talking to other wholesalers, talking to buyers, it can become uh, anxiety ridden, right? If you, if you mm -hmm. feel like it's, um, it, it's outside of your comfort zone. And I mm -hmm. imagine that some of the things that we do are outside of your comfort zone. So oh, can yeah. you, speak to that because somebody who's at retirement age right um and i don't know if you are or not but like as you look i am very young mm -hmm. but um you know okay well so, good you you look amazing for that Thank being you. in retirement age there's many people right now who are facing the same things you're facing uh, or, or we're facing with respect to what am i going to do you know like the social mm -hmm. security is not going to be enough I have supplemental income. I have my coaching, but again, I, you know, I'm at retirement age. I'm supposed to be slowing down and I, you know, I need to, I need to kind of get things put together here so I can slow down. Mm -hmm. And, and so right. but here you are and, and you've, you're accomplishing, uh, not only getting it done, but you're doing it well. Right. And, and you're mm -hmm. creating an income where I think, I don't know, have, have you been able to match or see money like this come to you from anything else that you've done in your career? No, not this quickly and definitely not as much at one time. And I mean, money, you know, there's been some deals where I didn't even know how much I was making because it was micro flip. And so right. that you didn't even care though. You were doing it for the experience and to learn, which is also your character. Right. And yet, I mean, when the check comes, I'm happy. Right. <laughs> so, um, I was adding it up. I think since February, I think the end of February was my first deal that closed. Okay. I had other ones under contract and they didn't go to close. I was learning, learning, learning. I think my first one was under contract last December. So then, um, from February, the end of February until now I have two that are coming up with closing at the beginning of October. So if I count those, I believe I'm at 30,000 Wow! for income. And yeah, I mean, for the amount of work that I'm doing and enjoying it, I mean, I do spend a lot of time at it because I have a value of being excellent. I'm going to talk more maybe to my buyers and really get to know them that relationship piece. You know, I love that. So when you're talking about calling the realtors, that people kind of connection, that's never been an issue for me, which I'm grateful for. But when it came to the negotiating, once mm. I actually have a buyer that's ready, you know, to maybe get the assignment and we're this far away on pricing, you know, and it feels like, how in the world and what do I even say? Yeah, how do you like, pull these together, right? Yes. Because you're not, so nice. You're you're from Minnesota. I consider people from Minnesota to be 
American Canadians. I'm sorry I say that, but it's like you've you, like to, you know Canadians. Um, uh, they're you know notoriously polite and kind and nice. It's just a. It's like That's I don't true. know. It's what yeah. we are, right? And so, um, and so like you have this very very kind disposition. Very so, and not that negotiating is unkind, but negotiation can put you in uh into a spot where you have to be very assertive and you have to dance. Right. right. And, the, and the dance is a dance. Right. Because you're 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 trying to uh, to push a little bit over. You're trying to over push so that, you know, the compensation is going to come back and a negotiation lands somewhere in the middle. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to railroad somebody, but you don't want to be railroaded. You want to make sure that you can put this thing together. And so how yeah. do you do that? Like, what are the things yeah. that you have to you have to tell yourself or how do you coach yourself into the negotiation for somebody that comes from the mindset of I don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. I love the way you said that it is a dance. Well, first of all, um, Denise Abreu and Helena, both rock stars on, you know, in the community really helped me. They would tell me exactly what to say. And I would take awesome. notes on other people's questions from what you would tell people to say. So I would look at those notes and I would kind of rehearse. I would make up scenarios sometimes in my mind. And I would tell myself, you can do this. You can do this. Okay, you can do just that's basic. That's all I would do. You can do this. And then I would do it. So I don't know, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. You, and it really is that simple. You, you don't, we don't need to overcomplicate it. You just gave your you gave yourself preparation by rehearsing. And then that preparation gave you confidence to say, I can do it. And then you took the step, took action and then accomplished it. Right. And so, mm -hmm. uh, again, this is this is how uh, nations are built. This is how large companies get built. They start with yeah. with resolve. They started an idea and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've got America. Right. And so uh, we, we can never forget that even our nation is constructed on ideas and 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 faith and then action. Yes. Right. And so, right. um, and it's all, it's all the same thing. I mean, when you, uh, the, the macro is the micro, the, the, you know, the small is the large, everything is reflecting itself in fun ways for us as human beings to discover and learn. Right. And so, mm -hmm. um, we, yeah. we are, we get to see these patterns just emerge over and over again. And then we, we, we become a, a, a part of that unfolding. We become a part of the whole thing. So you're right. doing it, you're, you're making money, $30,000 since beginning, which is, which is great. Um, yeah. What's next? Like, what do you, wh where do you see yourself going with, with uh, your real estate business? And, and does, does, mm -hmm. the, does the fact, does this idea of retirement even seem um, desirable to you anymore? Or are you having so much fun <laughs> right now and what you're doing that this doesn't even feel like work? Because, to me, yeah. my job doesn't feel like work. I wake up yeah. and live. And and today my life is podcasts, right? Tomorrow yeah. my life is something else, but it's my life. It's not my job. Right. Yeah. And so um, you put that. Mm -hmm. Right. So 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 tell yeah. me, what does that what does that mean for you? Yeah. So that's a good question. So I I back up to I mean, I loved it right to begin with, right? And I do love learning. And so I love being stretched in my brain and learning. So this and loving what I'm learning really helps. Okay. But yes, I was in a frame of mind when I started that I'm going to get to a certain level 
and then you know I'll have savings or maybe I'll get another Airbnb or some um, more you know the residual income coming in each month and then as I've been progressing I am very much reminded of who when you talk about patterns who are my predecessors what patterns have I been a part of my whole life my dad and my mom my dad just retired his medical license last february at age 95. Wow. and he was actively using it and building hospitals in tanzania, tanzania. yeah which by the way i didn't know if you know this but my mom and dad are both born in tanzania I know you told me that once yeah. and then I saw one of Rahima's little videos as a reminder. Yeah. And I think that's just amazing. Yeah, that connection. But my dad and my mom are both lifelong learners. Like you keep learning, you keep giving back. That's the pattern that I observed. Okay, the illness that I had, I told you, I mean, I just I raised my girls really you know, that was my energy. I had little jobs off and on as much as I could handle. But I was starting, I realized through this real estate and being stretched, stretched, stretched through this last year, I had gotten to a place of maybe I would be content not to really be like my parents were. But in this process, yes, I have grown to love it more. I have now I have the mindset, I don't think I'm going to retire. My dad would always say, I don't retire, I refire. <laughs> it's so good that's his phrase and i'm like okay Lori jane you are not going to retire you are going to refire so i expect to keep going i mean i don't expect like some of the younger people in the community that i'm going to build you know a million dollar empire necessarily but i'm going to keep growing and i'm going to keep doing and I, i'm in this place too right now i do have to try to find the balance of being able to spend enough time with my grandkids because that's very important they need to know me i need to know them i need to be a part of their lives and my children you know and continue to be that matriarch if you will and you know pray for them and really be present with them so i'm figuring that all out as this has grown but it'll get figured out I trust God to figure it out with me. <laughs> so good. Lori Jane, I'm, I am really, uh, I, I, you inspire me, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very collaborative process. What we do in this, um, you know, community in that, of course, there's, there's information in my, in my head and there's experience in my life that, I get to share with you guys with respect to wholesale real estate that helps you, you know, economically. Mm -hmm. And then I get to see and meet individuals like you who have a life experience and have soul experience and are, are, you know, avid learners and you bring an element of grace and, and also fortitude to the community that show me that life can, be this beautiful unfolding and it can continue on and on and on. And you don't have to feel ever like you're uh, that there's a destination 
you should mm -hmm. always be looking and, and finding ways to expand your mind and grow your, your knowledge base and the things that fire you up. Yeah. Because you can get into these cycles of, I, I think I did enough, you know, or I think, you know, mm -hmm. maybe it's time to, to tuck it in and, and, and fade to black. And I've said that many, I, I can't tell you how many times in my, in my life, I've looked at my kids and my wife and I've said, is it time for me to fade out? Like I'm, we've got enough money, you know, uh, and th mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that. Thank you, God, for giving us that. But like, is it time to mm -hmm. fade out? And then I meet you. And then I meet, you know, some of the other people that are on the to the moon podcast and people that are in the community. And I'm like, absolutely not. It is not my time to fade out it is my time to, as you said, refire, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta refire yourself. And I don't know that without, without this, I don't, I don't, I don't know the contrast because what would be mm -hmm. on the other side of that? What would be the, po what would be the polar opposite of me being in this life with you right now, helping this would be not doing that would be, not being impactful right. would be staying small or, 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 yeah. you know, contracting and just, you know, kind of moving off. And yeah. when I put those two beside each other, the decision for me becomes obvious. Right. And, and I, mm -hmm. I want to, I want to thank you for, for showing and opening my eyes to uh, just how important it is to keep going mm -hmm. and keep learning and to keep growing. And, you know, I also, the fact that you're so present in your kids, and your grandchildren's lives is important to remember, you know, and, and mm -hmm. for someone like me that has a very busy life, I'm in the, I'm in a plane and in a different city, you know, over 200 days, sometimes in a year, but it, it becomes mm -hmm. important to remember, you know, I gotta, I gotta kiss my kids, you know, I've gotta, mm -hmm. I gotta love my, love my wife. I've got to do the things that are, um, you know, important for me on a family level and on a, on a, personal level. So, uh, this, this, yeah. this life that we get to do together is pretty fun, Lori Jane. And I, uh, I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. So you've, uh, uh, you, you know, you've had some good deals. Tell us, you know, in, if you can, um, what was your, your favorite one that you've done recently? <laughs> well, I talked about it on the call and you put a little blurb out, I think on your Instagram, the little deal that wouldn't die. I mean, it's my favorite because number one, it wasn't a big deal at all. It's like in the worst neighborhood of Pensacola. So I had no business really contracting it. Um, but I had a lot of interest, but I got to meet three of my buyers that I've talked to on the phone and have um, one of them I've done two other deals with, but met them in person because I went over to look at this little house myself. And I learned so much because the tenants were really kind of nasty people and they had a pit bull and they wanted to leave the pit bull in the backyard with no fence while we were there for the walkthroughs. So just handling all these situations that came up with this little deal, it really built my faith more too because I had a deal, um, one of the earliest ones that I had under contract, and I let go of it too soon. And I knew afterwards, you know, I had signed the cancellation, but in hindsight, I didn't need to. That deal could have been saved. I just didn't know enough. And so with this one, and I also go with intuition and what I feel the Holy Spirit's leading me to do. 
that one, I wasn't paying close enough attention to the Holy Spirit. So this one, it's not like I was going, okay, this one's going to make up for the last one, you know, that I signed the cancellation on that I shouldn't have. But this one, I had a buyer in place and they had even signed the assignment, but then they backed out. Then I had another buyer. I know I had another buyer and they backed out. Then it came the day for cancellation, you know, IP would be up and I was all ready to sign it. And I just paying attention to the Holy spirit was like, no, I'm not supposed to. And so I walked through that, you know, it was like, okay, my EMD is going hard and I don't have a buyer. So here we go. And then the seller was getting very testy in different attitudes and negotiations and trying to extend the inspection period, you know, it wasn't going to work. And then he was upset about this and that and the other. So it's this tiny little deal. And all the while I've got this real inner piece about just hang in there, just keep getting it out to some other buyers, keep doing this. And then finally I had a third buyer that had canceled the day before Labor Day. Wow. And then Labor Day, I was thinking, I'm going to sign this cancellation. Like, But inside, I'm still, I've got peace about keeping this deal. I don't know why, but I know that I know that I know. And so I didn't sign it. And I was just waiting. And I'm praying. And all of a sudden, one of my buyers calls and says, I'm going to take the deal. And so... <laughs> That's it. Got assigned, it got EMD that day, and it's set to close. And so the little deal that wouldn't die that I learned to really hang in there with faith, apply more of what I've learned. You know, there was a lot of negotiation and really, you know, they call emotional intelligence. I was thinking that it's like, how do you handle all these different personalities and they're not the most pleasant personalities, but I want to, I want to be successful at this and just love them and show them, you know, love through it. And that's, yeah, that it's my favorite one so far because and, and I know it was a little one, but what did you make on it? What will you yeah. make on it? So there's an $8,000 spread. Amazing. A little deal that didn't die. You got uh -huh. you, your faith kept you in it. And yeah. uh, it as as it should have, right? Because there was there was something that was the one I looked at with you, and I was like, "Hey, mm -hmm. I I kind of like this one too." And maybe yeah. we'll find a partner. And I I knew you there was there was right. something there. It was there it was it was a deal. It was an mm -hmm. absolutely a deal. And so you were yeah. right in in wanting to keep it, wanting to hang on, wanting to see like you know, do I do it? Do I bring in a partner? Do we sell it? Like there, and and yeah. because you felt that confidence too, and then you were getting the intuitive sense to like this is a good deal Lori jane like this is something and somebody is going to mm -hmm. benefit and the seller is going to benefit and you can benefit too but you got to keep faith you got to right. keep faith that you know and and oftentimes god the universe whatever you want to call it is going to test us it's going to test yes. our faith it's going to and not because they don't believe not because it doesn't believe because it wants us to believe yes it wants yes. us to believe it's not yeah. about it's not right. about it believing in us because its belief in us is undeniable. Mm -hmm. Our belief in it is where we find denial. 
Yes. And so when no, we can, yeah. when we can get that, when we get that confirmation, when we, when we're able to push through and see it, and then it's like, see, yeah. And when you get that, it's like, like, like all the hair on my, my arms are standing up right now, as I say yeah. that, because I know it's real. I know that's true. And I know that that's what happened with you. And I'm, I'm grateful that we get to tell a story like that on, on a show like this, because there's not a lot of people that, that yeah. would or could. And, and, um, you know, seeing it's, it's you and I, and this, uh, I, it, this makes all the sense to me in the world. So if you're watching this right now and be like, this is, <laughs> this is crazy. Yes, it is crazy. And it's yeah. also amazing. And it's also right. very real. So, uh, because, you know, feel yeah. what you want, but the, the proof is in the wire. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, God doesn't have to make sense to us. Yeah. We just have to be willing to have faith to follow what he's showing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lori Jane, I know there's people that are dying to uh, know how to reach you and do business with you. So if you feel comfortable, how can people find you, call you, email you? What's what's the what's the connection? So they can they can actually text me or call me on my regular number, which is two five one five zero zero four six four three. That's the quickest way. Um, but also I'm on Instagram under Lori Jane life coach and Facebook. I've had a lot of people in the community connect with me on my Facebook. So that's just Lori Jane Tomat. Amazing. Lori Jane, welcome to the moon. You are so deserving <laughs> of being here. I am uh, grateful to be and call you friend and, uh, for everybody else watching this one, we'll see you in the next one. Take care guys. Thank you.